بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم سورت الطوخان از اے مکی سورہ اینڈ از آف دا حوامیم سو دا سورہ بگنس ود دا حروف مقطعات حامیم دا سورہ ہیز اونلی ففٹی نائن شارٹ ورسز بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم حامیم والکتاب المبین حامیم بائی دا بک دیر از کلیئر میننگ بائی دا قرآن دیر از کلیئر in and of itself it is evident in its meaning it is clear in its message it's not ambiguous rather its message is very eloquent it is clear and also unapologetic and mubin it is also clarifying meaning it also clarifies what is necessary for people to know inna anzalnahu indeed we have sent it down meaning we have sent the quran We have revealed it fi laylatin mubarakatin in a night that is blessed. Inna kunna munzirin and why is it that we have revealed the Quran because indeed we kunna we were meaning definitely we were munzirin once to warn. Munzirin plural of munzir and you will notice over here plural is being used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the purpose of royalty. to show greatness to show izzah and might so inna kunna munzirin meaning we were definitely going to warn mankind and this is the reason why we sent the quran in this ayah what do we see the revelation of the quran is mentioned and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we revealed it in laylatin mubarakah in the blessed night and this blessed night is in the blessed month the mubarak month of ramadan and the book is mubarak the book itself is blessed and from the mubarak month the mubarak night was chosen for the revelation of the quran we see that all of the books that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed they were revealed in the month of ramadan in a hadith we learned the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that the suhuf of ibrahim the scrolls that were given to ibrahim alayhi salam they were revealed in the first night of ramadan the tawrah was revealed on the 6th the injil was revealed after 13 days of ramadan had passed zabur was revealed on the 29th and the quran was revealed after the 24 days had passed and this is why based on this hadith some have said that the laylatul qadr is either the 25th or the 27th or the 29th it is towards the last part of the odd nights of the last ashra of the month of ramadan and this is a hadith which is in as-silsilatu sahiha authentic hadith so fi laylatin mubarakatin in the blessed month and in particular in the blessed night and what is this blessed night it is laylatul qadr as we learn in the quran that inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr indeed we have revealed it in the night of power laylatul qadr and with regards to the revelation of the quran what does it mean by this that we have revealed it in laylatin mubarakah two meanings firstly what this means is that the entire quran was revealed on this night the entire quran was revealed on the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam no we see that the quran was revealed gradually isn't it so so the entire quran was revealed as in from lawhul mahfuz to to a certain place in the skies from where jibril brought the quran to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam there is a hadith in which we learn that ibn abbas radiyallahu anhu said 
that the Qur'an was sent down all at once on Laylatul Qadr. Then Allah sent it down to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How? Piecemeal. One part after the other. So from the Lawhul Mahfuz to the Baytul Izzah, and from there Jibreel brought it to the Prophet ﷺ. Secondly, what this means is that inna anzalnahu, meaning we began its revelation. Meaning the first revelation that the Prophet ﷺ received was when? On Laylatul Qadr. And where was he at that time? In the cave of Hira. Why else is this night blessed? Fiha in it, meaning in Laylatul Qadr, in Laylatul Mubarakah, what happens? Yufraqu. It is separated. Yufraqu faraqaf. Farq, to separate. It is separated. What is separated? Kullu amrin, every command or every matter, every decree. What does it mean by this? That every decree is separated. Meaning separated from the rest as in clearly laid out, clearly decreed. Every matter is decreed on this night. And this matter, Allah says, it is Hakim. It is Hakim. Hakim has two meanings. The first meaning of Hakim, the well-known meaning is one that is wise. Meaning the decrees that are given on this night, they are based on Allah's wisdom. They are not void of wisdom, rather they are based on divine wisdom. Secondly, Hakim also gives the meaning of muhkam, that which has been decided upon, firmly fixed. Because you see, Hakim is from ihkam, and ihkam is to solidify something, strengthen it, to perfect it, to perfect it. So Hakim means decided upon, fixed, meaning not to be changed. فِيهَا يُفْرَقُ كُلُّ أَمْرٍ حَكِيمٍ Another important thing we learn about Laylatul Qadr from this ayah is that on this night, decrees are given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these decrees are given to who? To the angels. So that the angels may carry them out. As we learn in Surah Al-Qadr that تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ Min kulli amr. That the angels, they descend on the earth, on this night, with what? Kulli amr. Every command, every decree that Allah has given. And this is the reason why this night is very special. These commands or these decrees, Allah says, amran, meaning every matter is min indina from us. Meaning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who decrees and issues these matters, these commands. Inna kunna mursileen, indeed we were to send. Mursileen again is plural. Plural is being used over here over and over to show royalty. We are going to send, meaning a messenger such as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Or we're going to send the angels to carry out and execute all of these commands. We see in these verses, Laylatul Mubarakah, the blessed night, is being highlighted. And this night is blessed. Why? Because of the fact that the Qur'an was revealed in it. And also, because of the fact that the decrees are given in this night. Now, isn't it that everything is decreed and decided from before? Don't we learn in hadith that 
everything was written 50,000 years even before creation was created. Right? Isn't that so? So what does it mean? On Laylatul Qadr, decrees are given. We see that Qadr, the decree, remember that it has levels. We see that the first level of Qadr is Al-Ilm. Al-Ilm, meaning the knowledge of Allah. That means that everything there is and everything that there ever will be is known by who? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From when? From the beginning. Right? The second is, the second level after ilm is kitabah. Writing. Meaning, what Allah knows, He has also recorded it. And we learn in hadith that the first thing that Allah created was the pen. And He ordered the pen to write. Isn't it? Now when it comes to the knowledge of Allah or the decrees of Allah that are written, then remember that they're written in different places. And we will just come to that. After kitabah is amr, Allah's command. That when He decides that something should occur or something should happen, then He issues that command. And then after that comes khalq, the creation. Meaning the creation is created. Alright? Now when it comes to the writing of the decrees, then remember that the first place where all decrees are written is which place? The lawhul mahfuz, the preserved tablet, where everything was recorded 50,000 years before the creation was created. Secondly, we see another place where decrees are recorded is what is known as kitaba umuriyya, or taqdeer umuri. What does umuri mean? With regards to one's umur, meaning life or age. Alright? And this is what is written with the angel when a person is in the womb of his mother. There's a detailed hadith that tells us about how when a human being is created in the womb of the mother, then there comes a stage where the angel is sent to write the decree. And of course the angel doesn't write it out of his own will, he is instructed. Alright? So that is also a place where the decree is recorded. Another time or place you could say is taqdeer hawliya or sanawi. Sanawi, hawli, what does it mean? Yearly. Yearly decrees. And these are given on the night of al-qadr, the night of power. The angels are given the taqdeer of the servants for what? For the following year. For the following year. That from this Ramadan until next Ramadan. This is what is to happen in this person's life. They will fall ill, right? Or such and such will happen to them, or they will die. This is given when? On Laylatul Qadr. And the fourth is Taqdeer Yawmi. Yawmi as in daily. Meaning what the angels record of our actions as we perform them. That is also written. That is also recorded. Right? So, أَمْرًا مِّنْ عِنْدِنَا إِنَّا كُنَّا مُرْسِلِينَ Every matter proceeding from us, meaning decreed and issued by Allah, and the Qur'an has been revealed on this night, because this is a very important night. All of the decrees for the following year are being issued. Right? And the angels are descending with those commands. And we see that the Prophet ﷺ said, that the night of power is the 27th or the 29th night. 
Alright, in another hadith we see indications again, but there's no definite date. Alright, he said that it is either the 27th or the 29th. And in this night, there are more angels on earth than the number of pebbles. Just imagine the number of pebbles on earth, how many are they? Uncountable. If we tried counting them, we wouldn't be able to. There are more angels on earth on this night, on Laylatul Qadr. أَمْرًا مِّنْ عِنْدِنَا إِنَّا كُنَّا مُرْسِلِينَ Now we see that some people have said that this Laylatul Mubarakah is not Laylatul Qadr. Rather, it is the 15th of Sha'ban. Alright? However, we see that there is no sound hadith. There is no proof from the Qur'an or Sunnah that indicates that Laylatul Mubarakah is the 15th of Sha'ban. In fact, everything we look at, all the references we look at, all the details we look at, they all point to what? It is Laylatul Qadr. Isn't it? Because we see that Laylatul Mubarakah, what is mentioned? The Qur'an was revealed. Correct? And we see that the Qur'an was revealed on which night? Laylatul Qadr. Isn't it so? Then we see that Laylatul Qadr is called Laylatul Qadr because it is the night of Qadr as in decree. The night when decrees are given. They're issued. And the same thing is being mentioned over here. Right? So one of the scholars, Abu Bakr ibn al-Arabi, a Maliki scholar, he said that no hadith in respect of the 15th of Sha'ban is reliable. Either in respect of its merit or about this, that decisions with regard to the destinies are taken in it. Right? Meaning there is no proof that it is the 15th of Sha'ban, rather it is which night? Which night? Laylatul Qadr. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen this night for the revelation of the Qur'an. And why did Allah reveal the Qur'an? Rahmatam min rabbik As a mercy from your Lord. إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Indeed, He is the hearing and the knowing. Now before we continue, one thing we should really pay attention to, that as tonight might be the first night of Ramadan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to see it. And Ramadan, as we are looking forward to worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and more in this month, remember that this is also the time when the decrees for the following year are given. And this is why it is so important that we spend this month of Ramadan begging Allah for forgiveness. That, oh Allah, clean my record. You know, it's like when one book is completed, another book begins. One chapter is completed, another begins. One semester ends, another begins. So it's as if one part of our life is going to be over and another chapter is going to begin. And we want to enter it clean and clear of all our sins. And also making dua, asking Allah for what we want so that it is decreed for us in the following year. رَحْمَةً مِّن Rabbik, The Qur'an has been sent as mercy from your Lord. إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Why did Allah reveal the Qur'an? Why did Allah send the messenger to guide people? As mercy. Because الرحمن علم القرآن It is the most merciful who has taught the Qur'an. Who is Allah? رب السماوات والأرض He is the Lord of the skies and the earth. وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And whatever that is between them. Meaning the entire existence, the entire creation, Allah is its Lord. إِن كُنْتُمْ مُوْقِنِينَ إِن if كُنْتُمْ you were مُوْقِنِينَ wants to be certain. Meaning if you have yaqeen, if you have any conviction in the existence of God, 
then know that He is the Creator, He is the Owner, the Lord of everything, and He is the one who has sent this Qur'an. So believe in His book. La ilaha illahu. There is no God worthy of worship but He. Yuhyi, He gives life, وَيُمِيتْ And He also gives death. This is the true Lord, the true God, the one who has control over life and death, the one who has control over all decrees. Rabbukum, He is your Lord. Warabbu abaikum, and He is also the Lord of your fathers. Which fathers? Al awwaleen, the first ones. Meaning all of your ancestors, all of your forefathers. He is also their Lord. Bal rather hum they meaning the people to whom the Prophet ﷺ was reciting the Quran, meaning the people of Makkah, Allah says they are fi shakin, they are in doubt. Yalabun, they are playing, they are amusing themselves. This is such a serious reality. What is the oneness of Allah? The fact that we are to worship Allah. The Qur'an that Allah has sent. The message that the Qur'an gives. It is such a serious reality. But people, what is their response? يَلْعَبُونَ They are playing. They are busy amusing themselves. They are heedless of the message of the Qur'an. They are playing in their lives, ignoring the reality of the Qur'an and what it tells us about. بَلْ هُمْ فِي شَكٍ يَلْعَبُونَ And you see shak, doubt, allows a person to be heedless. Because when a person has yaqeen, when a person has conviction, he's certain, then that conviction forces him to action. It wakes him up. It doesn't let him stay heedless. Now if you think about it, even Ramadan, what a serious time of the year it is. Every night of Ramadan is special, and every day of Ramadan is special. But it is unfortunate that many people they forget about the importance of Ramadan and its value, and instead their focus is just on yal'aboon, just partying. Whether it is the iftar party, or it is the eid party, or its preparations, or it is the shopping and everything else associated to it, yal'aboon. We forget the spirit of Ramadan and we're lost in the play, the amusement. It's sad that even when people will go to the masjid to pray, then what happens? What happens? Instead of praying, many times we are busy amusing ourselves by looking at our phones or by hanging out outside the masjid or in the hallways. بَلْ هُمْ فِي شَكٍ يَلْعَبُونَ يَلْعَبُونَ can also refer to the mockery of the people of Makkah that they showed to the Prophet ﷺ. فَرْتَقِبْ He was conveying such a serious message to them. And what were they doing in response? Mocking at the Prophet ﷺ. An example of that we saw in the previous surah. Allah says, فَرْتَقِبْ So wait and watch. فَرْتَقِبْ رَاقَفْبَ رَقَبَ is used for the neck. And اِرْتَقَبَ يَرْتَقِبُ is to wait and watch for something. Meaning as you're waiting, you're watching out, you're on the lookout, you're alert, you're cautious, you're observing. So فَرْتَقِبْ Wait. Wait for what? Yama Day. Which day? تَتِسَّمَاءُ The sky will bring. As in the sky will produce. They will come in the sky. بِدُخَانٍ A smoke. What kind of smoke? Mubin Visible. Clear. 
wait for the day when the sky will bring a visible smoke. Watch out for that time. What is this referring to? This can be understood in two ways. And both of these meanings are correct. The first meaning is that the smoke is referring to the drought which was sent in the time, in the life of the Prophet ﷺ while he was in Mecca. We see that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud anhu, and this is mentioned in Bukhari, he said that when the Prophet ﷺ saw that the Quraysh were not believing, and instead they were just opposing him and constantly mocking at him, he made dua. He made dua and he said, Oh Allah, protect me against their evil by afflicting them with seven years of famine like the seven years of Yusuf That just as Yusuf was helped through a famine that struck the people, otherwise he would have been stuck in jail. Isn't it? Just as he was helped through that, help me in a similar way. So what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayah. And the mushrikeen of Makkah, they were struck with a year of drought. They were struck with a year of drought such that it destroyed everything until the people had nothing to eat except bones. And a man would look towards the sky and he would see something like smoke between him and it. Because you see, when it's very dry, it hasn't rained for a long time, then even the sky becomes hazy. The horizon becomes very hazy. Isn't it? And because of one's weakness also, he's not able to have clarity in his vision. Right? So this is what the Dukhan is referring to. And this was the opinion of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. This ayah can be understood in another way also. That the Dukhan is referring to one of the major signs of the Day of Judgment. The smoke that will appear very close to the Day of Judgment. The Prophet ﷺ said that the hour will not come until you see ten signs. And then he listed them. And amongst those ten signs was also the smoke. And we see that Ibn Abbas anhu, Ibn Abbas anhu. this is how he understood the ayah also, that the smoke is referring to one of the major signs of the Day of Judgment. Meaning when the smoke will appear, then that means that the Day of Judgment is very near. There is a hadith in which we see that one of the tabi'un, he went to Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. And Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said that I did not sleep at all last night. I couldn't sleep last night. And so he was asked why. And he said that I saw a star right in the sky, a comet basically, and I was afraid that it might produce a smoke. Because a shooting star, it was so visible, it was so close, it seemed so close because it happens when you're looking at the sky, the stars, no matter how far they are, they appear to be very close. So he said, I felt, I was afraid that the smoke might appear, that the shooting star might produce the smoke that we have been warned of, so I could not sleep at all. I was afraid that the qiyamah would come. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns, فَارْتَقِبْ يَوْمَ تَأْتِ السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانٍ مُّبِينٍ Wait for that time, watch out for that day when the sky will bring a visible smoke. And this smoke, يَغْشَ nas, It will cover the people. هَذَا This is, meaning that smoke will be عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ A painful torment. 
And we see that the drought, yes, it was a painful torment for the people of Makkah. But even otherwise, when there is smoke in a place, it can literally kill people. هَذَا عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ And then the people will turn to Allah. They will say, Rabbana, our Lord, ikshif anna, remove from us. Al-adaba, the torment. Meaning remove the smoke from us. Or remove this famine from us. Inna mu'minun, indeed we are going to believe. We are believers. We believe in the Messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah says, Anna lahumu dhikra. Anna, how? Lahum for them. Adhikra, the reminder. Meaning, what use is the reminder for them now? If they believe now, this is too late. Because on the day of judgment, or closer to the day of judgment rather, when these major signs will appear, and a person believes, then that belief is not going to help him. This is why in a hadith we see the Prophet ﷺ said, hasten to do good deeds before six things appear. Because once these six things appear, then it's going to be difficult. It won't be possible. Then that iman is not really going to be true iman. And of those six things, he also mentioned the smoke. أَنَّا لَهُمُ How will there be for them a reminder? Meaning how can they accept it now? وَقَدْ جَاءَهُمْ While he had already come to them. Who had come to them? Rasulum Mubin, A clear messenger. Meaning a prophet whose truth was well known. It was very evident. But they denied him at that time. ثُمَّ تَوَلَّوْا عَنْهُ But they turned away from him. Then they turned away from him. Instead of believing in him, they turned away. وَقَالُوا And they said, مُعَلَّمٌ He is a person who has been taught. مَجْنُونٌ A madman. مُعَلَّمْ One who has been trained. One who has been given knowledge. And what they're saying is that he has been taught by some other people. It's not that he has received revelation. Rather he has been taught by some people. And he is majnoon, he is mad. He is crazy to claim that he is the messenger of God. ثُمَّ تَوَلَّوْا عَنْهُ وَقَالُوا مُعَلَّمٌ مَجْنُونَ Now this is specifically talking about the people of Makkah. And we see that this happened. That as soon as the punishment was averted from them, meaning the drought was averted, the Prophet ﷺ prayed for seven years. And they were struck with how much? One. What happened? They started accusing the Prophet ﷺ again, just as they did before. They denied him, they ridiculed him, they mocked at him, just as they did previously. In Surah An-Nahl, Ayah 103, it is mentioned, وَلَقَدْ نَعْلَمُ أَنَّهُمْ يَقُولُونَ إِنَّمَا يُعَلِّمُهُ بَشَرُ We know that these people say that a human being teaches him. Meaning Muhammad ﷺ. Did he learn from a human being? No. He learned from who? From Allah. Allah sent revelation to him. Inna, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns. He says, Inna, indeed we, kashifu, wants to remove. Plural of the word kashif. And kashif, one who? Lifts up, one who removes. Al-adab, the punishment, qalilan for a little. Yes, we will remove this punishment, but for a little while, because innakum aidun, indeed you will return. Meaning you haven't learned a thing from this experience, from this punishment, you are going to go back to your ways. And this happened. We see that the drought was removed. The Prophet ﷺ prayed, the drought was removed, and what happened? 
the mushrikeen they went back to their same old ways of opposing the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so it is said that we will remove this but remember it is qalilan it's just for a little while it's going to come back this punishment is going to come back how and when yawma the day when nabtishu we will strike with albatsha the assault that is al-kubra the greatest why because inna indeed we muntaqimun ones who take retribution nabtishu batsha from the root letters ba ta shin And what does batsh mean? To seize. It is basically al-akhz bil-quwah. To seize violently, very strongly. So the day when we will strike with the greatest assault, that is when the punishment will return to you. What is this referring to? If we take the dukhan, the smoke, as a smoke that was sent on the people of Makkah, the drought, then the batshat al-kubra is referring to the battle of Badr. Because what happened? They were struck with the drought. They said, we will believe, we will believe, we won't oppose the Prophet ﷺ. What happened? The drought was removed and the mushrikeen went back to their old ways. So then, they are warned over here that don't think you are safe. It's going to come back. And it's going to come back greater and worse than what you experienced before. Then you won't be able to escape. And that is exactly what happened. The battle of Badr, the main, main enemies of the Prophet ﷺ, they were finished. If we take the Dukhan as the major sign before the Day of Judgment, because after that also some people will say, we will believe, we will believe. And then what will happen? That when the smoke will be taken away, they will go back to their previous ways. So, يَوْمَ نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَى then is referring to the Day of Judgment. That when that will come, then their loss will be permanent. Then this punishment will be permanent. What does this teach us? That each time we get away after doing something wrong, we should realize that we haven't truly gotten away. You know, when we do something wrong and we manage to survive. Nothing happens. No disaster. Right? This should not make us think that, yeah, I can repeat this mistake again. I can repeat this sin again. No. Because it's only temporary relief. It's only one chance. It's only one of those chances that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given. And a time will come when these chances will expire. When we get away from what we have done wrong, remember we haven't truly gotten away. It will come back. إِنَّا مُنْتَقِمُونَ Now this attitude, what does it remind us of? Which nation? Which people? Fir'aun and his people. And that is exactly what is mentioned in the following verses. Allah says, وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّا And certainly we tried. Already we tried. قَبْلَهُمْ Before them. Meaning before the people of Makkah, we tried. قَوْمَ Fir'aun, The people of Fir'aun. We put them to fitna. What is this fitna? What is this fitna? What is this test? That the people of Fir'aun were put in hardship. Just as the people of Makkah were put in hardship. They were put in hardship and also they were given blessings. Why? In order that they may believe. Because remember, tests are in both ways. Through hardships and also through blessings. 
honor, status, and not just status, but also good qualities, inherently good qualities within a person that make him honorable and respectable. Was Musa salam like that? Definitely he was. Firstly, he was kareem because he was a messenger. That's enough honor for a person. Secondly, he wasn't just a messenger, he was a messenger to whom Allah spoke to. وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ مُوسَى تَكْلِيمًا Allah honored him by speaking to him directly multiple times. Then we see that he was also kareem, Musa salam because of the qualities, the characteristics that he had, that he possessed. Like what? What kind of qualities did Musa salam possess? We have learned many stories of Musa salam Pardon? Okay. Helping others whether it was helping those two ladies, right? Or it was helping the people who were fighting, right? So helping others. What else? Yes. He was also Munib. He always turned to Allah in every difficulty and every uh, hard time. He yes. Yes, that in every difficulty he turned to Allah. We see that when he committed accidental murder, immediately he sought forgiveness from Allah. Right? When he was in difficulty, when he ended up in Madian, what did he do? He made dua to Allah. Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqir. That is also a very noble quality. What else? Yes. Yes, he was very strong. Not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally. I mean, to be able to go and stand before Fir'aun and convey the message to him, this wasn't easy. This required a lot of strength. His strength is also evident from the fact that he went from Egypt to Madian. And he had just sat down when he saw those two women in help, in need, and he went and helped them. Isn't it? So that also shows his strength. Any other quality you can think of for Musa alayhi salam? Patience with the Bani Israel. Right? And then also one more thing that how he wanted good for his brother. Right? That he requested that his brother be made a prophet also. And that happened. So, Rasulun Kareem, his character, his qualities, the way he dealt with people, Rasulun Kareem. And when Musa salam came, he said, and that addu, you hand over, you deliver, render, ilayya to me, ibad Allah, the servants of Allah. Musa salam said to Fir'aun, that addu ilayya, Addu Hamza Dalia Ada. What does Ada mean? To pay, to give, to hand over, to hand over someone's right at once and completely, entirely. That is Ada. Ada un ilayhi bi ihsan. We have read this earlier. So Addu ilayya, he said, hand over to me, Ibad Allah, the servants of Allah. Which servants? The Bani Israel. Musa salam was sent to rescue the Bani Israel. So when he went to Fir'aun, he told him, 
Hand over the Bani Israel to me, meaning release them, let them free. Inni lakum rasulun amin. Indeed, I am for you a messenger who is amin, who is trustworthy. Meaning I'm faithful, I'm not a liar. You will not be harmed by me. I'm not making all of this up. You can trust me on this. Rasulun amin. In Surah Taha, Ayah 47, we learn, فَأْتِيَاهُ فَقُولَا إِنَّ رَسُولَ رَبِّكْ فَأَرْسِلْ مَعَنَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ Musa alayhi salam, one of the tasks he was given was to rescue the Bani Israel, and that is what he said to Fir'aun, أَرْسِلْ مَعَنَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ In Surah Al-Shu'ara, Ayah 16 and 17 also this is mentioned, فَأْتِيَا فِرْعَوْنَ فَقُولَا إِنَّ رَسُولُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ أَنْ أَرْسِلْ مَعَنَا Bani Israel, that send the Bani Israel with us. We will listen to the recitation. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Hamim. Wal Kitabil Mubin. Inna أنزلناه في ليلة مباركة إن كنا منذرين فيها يفرق كل أمر حكيم أمر من عندنا إن كنا مرسلين رَحْمَةً مِّن رَبِّكِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ رَبِّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا إِن كُنتُم مُّوقِنِينَ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا هُوَ يُحْيِي رَبُّكُمْ وَرَبُّ آبَائِكُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ بَلْ هُمْ فِي شَكٍّ يَلْعَبُونَ فَارْتَقِبْ يَوْمَ تَأْتِي السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانٍ مُّبِينَ يَغْشَى النَّاسِ هذا عذاب أليم ربنا اكشف عنا العذاب إنا مؤمنون أنا لهم الذكرى وقد جاءهم رسول مبين ثم تَوَلَّوْا عَنْهُ وَقَالُوا مُعَلَّمٌ مَجْنُونٌ إِنَّا كَاشِفُ الْعَذَابِ قَلِيلًا إِنَّكُمْ عَائِدُونَ يَوْمَ نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَى إِنَّا مُنْتَقِمُونَ وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّا قَبْلَهُمْ قَوْمَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَجَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ كَرِيمٌ أَنْ أَدُّوا إِلَيَّ 